Hola, and welcome to Whiskey Nerd, a podcast about whiskey, bourbon, and many other things. This is Christian, the host, and keeping up with season three of our podcast and the Champions League of Whiskey, we have a very special entry, Yamazaki Single Mild Distiller Reserve, one of the best whiskeys that I've tried and is competing as the great Borussia Dortmund. We have to start with a little bit of history. In 1923, Yamazaki's uh, Japan's first mild whiskey distiller was opened by Shinjiro Tori in Shimamoto near Osaka. Nearly 100 years later, and Yamazaki has become the poster boy for the growing Japanese whiskey industry. Bowlings are hard to get a hold of and production struggles with the demand. But it wasn't always that case. From the 1980s, where well into the start of the 21st century, Japanese whiskey was a little bit unpopular and, um, at home and also outside of the country. Well, following a remarkably successful marketing campaign spearheaded by Suntory, which revolved everything about drinking Japanese whiskey in a different way, just such as highballs with water, and the domestic market gradually recovered, and a string of international awards later, and the recognition and awareness of Japanese whiskey has now risen to an all-time hike. That's the ultra-quick, simple telling of the story, at least. Well, this Yamazaki Distillery Reserve was introduced and to replace the distillery 10-year-old bottling, which has been face out. As uh, right now, is the it's one of the most important members of the core range of single miles. They have distillery reserve at 12, 18, and 25. Um, at least that's what, what you're most likely to see. Um, unless you dive into the world of whiskey auctions, which they can get, get super expensive right now. Even if you want to dig in that, it's gonna be a little bit of a bidding war for them. So, I mean, that's the incredible demand of the Japanese whiskey. I'm gonna mention that I got my hands on this one because my lovely wife went to China for a business trip um, last year, way before the pandemic. And on the duty-free, she came across with this and, and she thought it was going to be a very special gift. And it really was. I was extremely shocked and surprised to try this whiskey. A growing industry. Really, this Japanese whiskey is starting to appear in better bars and restaurants throughout the United States. That's big. A couple years ago, was kind of a very specific thing that you need to find. But uh, I can say it's still in a little bit of stages of introduction uh, for the American whiskey drinkers. I think it's just a lack of information. But uh, Japanese whiskey is generally held in high regard by the experienced whiskey connoisseurs. Personally, I think the Japanese whiskey is the best in the world, but that's a very subjective thing. Uh, and about Suntory whiskeys, I really think that some of the best Japanese whiskeys are made by Suntory. Um, they, as I explained on the Toki episode, and for this season, they have two distillers and produce three labels. And, uh, okay, the Chamasaki Distiller Reserve probably live a better life than I have. Uh, and it's an interesting blend of the Yamasaki spirit with the young talent they have right now. It has been maturing Bordeaux wine cask uh, alongside with some sherry cask and it's uh, aged around 20 years. It also has been blended with... Uh, 
it comes from a Mitsunara cask whiskies. Uh, everything is made on uh, Japanese oak. Uh, this wood has a very interesting effect on the whiskey and brings all of sorts of gentle coconut flavors. I always imagine Japanese distillers to be uh, kind of like Zen masters of their art, just having that particular Japanese way of doing things and making everything perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to change my idea on this. So the technical specifications of this whiskey, uh, the bottle name is Yamasaki Distiller Reserve. The ABB is 43% alcohol or 86 proof for our American listeners. The distiller is Yamasaki. The region is Japan. On a quicker notes, the nose is the classic Yamasaki nose, the classic um, Japanese whiskey, a little bit of strawberry, uh, dry fruits, floral notes, and uh, everything coming from the very traditional Mitsunara uh, cast whiskey is very flag fragrant has a little bit of hint of coconut but we can go a little bit further down on the analysis uh the palette it's dry berries very lively uh, the finish definitely has a very lasting vanilla with spice and cinnamon overall i think it's a um, top quality japanese whiskey it's excellent uh really can't you can't go wrong with this so for the review, the review itself, I can say the color, it's sort of a muted tangerine and leans to a little bit of gold. Um, the nose is, is very juicy. It has this fragrant raspberries and strawberries that rush to the center. And when you get past them, it's something very interesting hidden away. It's a creamy coconut sort of note. And... Um, then the Mitsunara cask shows themselves and it's just a grand entrance that just it, it's something similar to a lovely brie at the back of a really perfume room just blends smoothly and it's one of the I gotta say so far is the most interesting uh, drum that I that I tried since I started the podcast um there's a little bit more going going in there uh, besides the fruit and the coconut, but it, I can spend hours breaking that down. It is just a symphony of smells. Um, the mouth, yes, it's a delightful medium weight of fruit uh, cascading down the tongue. It is uh, quite mouth-watering. And all the summer fruit brushes, and it's just everything you can you can ask for. Um, you have cherries leading the charge, and then a little bit of blackcurrant, peaches, some grapefruit, and then vanilla washes everything. A little bit of spices toward the end on the third note, and, but they're very gentle. A little bit of pepper, but not that much. A waft of cinnamon, but not overpowering. And the... Uh, yeah, this is just a remarkable drama and character. It's just a bunch of interesting flavors. The finish is just waves and waves of vanilla. And it's even for being a, a kind of higher percentage whiskey, it, it is just remarkable. I will say it enters the category of dangerous because you can sit down and down this bottle really quickly. It is just marvelous stuff. And um, I think if you're a space a drinker looking to expand your horizons, your palate, um, where no single flavor dominates, you, you found your whiskey. It is often found with the Japanese whiskey, and when you put together the blending, and it's it just very impressive. 
I'm gonna give it a 9.9 .9 out of 10. A little bit of uh, housekeeping announcements here, I gotta say. Uh, first, I'm sorry for making this episode so late. I decided to, you know, due to all the situation in the U.S. with the um, with the election, it was a very stressful time, so I decided to take a little bit of a break of a podcast, but now we will be back in the regular schedule. And also, unfortunately, you know, work gets in the way, so... I had to put a little a little bit of a hiatus, but we should be good to go. And also, I gotta mention that I felt that this whiskey, with the innovation and just the passion that it had, it would match pretty well with Borussia Dortmund, which is one of my favorite teams. I always like the uniform and the yellow wall. It just, I'm 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 a big fan. Um, so yeah, extra thanks for uh, to my wife Christina for giving me this whiskey. Um, I did not mention the cost because I don't know, and it's a gift I'm not gonna ask. But I did see that it can go over uh, $230 in auctions right now, up to a ridiculous amount, which is, I mean, it's no point on that. So if you can find it, I think the best way to find it is in Dirty Free is for travel, which I oh, often find really good prices. Well, that's the end of today's episode. Don't forget, you can always listen to us in English and Spanish on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, the Anchor app, and Apple Podcasts. Always reach out to us on Instagram at lwhiskeynerd, as well as contacting us on l.whiskey.nerd at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening and salud. salud.